Blog Talk Radio. Animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to wish you a very happy Sunday. We've got a great show for you today that includes Jan Vincent from the Animal Health Foundation. If you've not heard about this amazing organization, let me just say they help low-income pet parents pay for unexpected veterinary emergencies and also are actively involved in animal-assisted therapy of all kinds. It's a very cool organization, and you're probably going to want to get involved yourself after you hear all about it. Then, after our halftime break, Chris Hanna from Camp Bow Wow will be making a return trip to the pet place to talk about her amazing doggy daycare and some of the wonderful programs they make available to the general pet-loving public. This and more are coming right up after a very quick message from the station here on K Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt, and joining me now is Jan Vincent from the Animal Health Foundation. Good morning, Jan, and welcome to the Pet Place. Good morning, Marie. I understand that you are the former president of the Animal Health Foundation, and I was wondering, it was such a high-ranking role, you probably know everything and anything about it. Can you tell me a little bit about the organization? Well, the Animal Health Foundation of California is a wonderful nonprofit um, located in Southern California, and we've had many programs uh, throughout the years that uh, assist uh, animals, as well as we really have programs that enhance the human-animal bond, such Uh as uh, therapy animal program. Oh, excellent, excellent. And how long has the organization been around? Uh, they've been around for over 40 years. Wow. And um, many of the programs we've done in the past, we have um, actually partnered with other organizations. And uh, currently we have uh, an angel fund that helps um financially strapped uh, uh, pet owners uh, with maybe uh, some sort of a medical procedure that uh, their animal needs that they just, it's impossible for them to be able to facilitate. How would somebody apply to that program? Let's say you have a pet and you just found out it has a serious condition that needs immediate veterinary care, and there's just no way you can afford it, and if you can't pay for it, your only other alternative, you might think, is euthanasia. So how would somebody get a hold of you to find out what they could do? Well, they need to talk first with their veterinarian. Um, The veterinarian uh, needs to be a member of the Southern California Veterinary Medical Association, and uh, the SCVMA actually administers the program, and uh, we supply the grants. And uh, part of the qualification is that there has to be uh, a financial need mm-hmm. and that uh, we 
we also uh, do not cover routine physical exams or, or vaccinations, this sort of thing. Right. So, it, so it has to be um, a treatment that would be non-elective. Right. And uh, at that point, um, the veterinarian and the SCVMA uh, review the, the case, and we go from there. Do you feel that most members of SCVMA are familiar with the Angel Fund program? Well, uh, it's been around for a while. Uh, we are constantly um, partnering with them uh, to to enhance this program. Uh, currently, we're we're uh, we have. If you go to our website, you can see where we have actual. Uh, cases where we have on the website that they can review. Oh, okay. And um, most of the vets are aware of it. All right. So if somebody went to their veterinarian and all of a sudden they were looking at that scenario of this cost-prohibitive procedure that was required to save the life of their pet, their veterinarian might recommend applying for this grant. Right, and the veterinarian is the one that has to apply for it. Okay. Um, so oh, the veterinarian it, applies. Yeah, okay. so the veterinarian uh, works with the client. Uh, they they take it case by case, mm-hmm. and then they will put in the application to the SCVMA. I see, I see. And do you have a lot more information about this on your website? And I think you mentioned your website. Can you tell me again what the actual web address is? Sure, it's Animal Health foundation.net. Okay, and that's all one word, no hyphens or anything like that. All one word. Outstanding. And you have another program, too, where you actually go, and you touched on this a little bit. You take teams from the Los Angeles and the San Diego County area and visit acute care facilities and adult daycare, assisted living, hospice, libraries, elementary schools with animals. Right. We uh, are an affiliate of Pet Partners, uh, used to be Delta Society. So we have um, registered therapy animal teams. We have over 100 teams in Los Angeles, Orange County, uh, on down to a few teams in San Diego County as well. And what the Animal Health Foundation does is we actually sponsor these teams. So uh, we will uh, cover the registration fees, the animal's vest. We have little uh, business cards made up for the animals. And uh, we also will mentor the team. So, you know, a lot of people have wonderful animals that are appropriate for this sort of activity, but maybe they've never done this sort of volunteer work before. So we will actually go in with them and help facilitate uh, the visit. So you know, they're a little more comfortable with it. And uh, Is there formal training? Like, does a dog need to go through canine good citizenship and maybe the next level after some, that? There are some prerequisites. If you go to our website, again, it's the animalhealthfoundation.net, uh, you can see there's a, a, a link that says what it takes to become a pet partner. And uh, the dog should have some basic training. But we also sponsor animals other than than dogs. Uh, We have cats. We have many horses. We have bunnies. uh, We actually have a couple of birds as well. 
so, and and the birds don't have to sit down. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the dogs have to have basic obedience. And most importantly, they need to be um, comfortable around new and unusual environments as well as meeting new people. Sure. And so that's that's kind of what socialization is all about. So, uh, you know, if your dog has had a lot of experience, uh, going to to different ty- types of places, uh, like some of these outdoor malls, things like that, and mm-hmm. meeting and greeting people, mm-hmm. it's pro- it would probably just sail through the uh, the actual evaluation. Oh, excellent. So they do have to go through an evaluation before they can start going to the facilities. Absolutely. Uh, there's uh, First we require the um, American Kennel Club Canine Good Citizen Test, which just teaches, uh, you know, tests basic obedience skills. Uh, then we have an orientation. Uh, it's a four-hour orientation that uh, reviews the online tests that they take through pet partners. Mm-hmm. And that covers uh, the various things that come up when visiting different types of facilities, like infectious disease control, um, and what to uh, do when visiting uh, people, let's say, that are in wheelchairs, this sort of thing, uh, how to safely interact with a pet. And um, so there is a little bit of training involved for both for both the handler as well as for the animal. I see. And I know that you're involved in one of my favorite programs, which is the READ program. Can you tell me a little bit about your involvement there? Oh, the READ program is a marvelous program. What we do is um, we take uh, our dogs into elementary schools, and the kids are are pre-screened that they may have a little bit of difficulty with uh, their literary skills. And uh, we work with an individual child for a half hour, one time a week, and then at the end of eight weeks uh, they're tested again to see if there's uh, what level of improvement and we have a potograph party what is that (laughs) (laughs) well it's uh i bring cupcakes and punch and um, a suitcase full of new books Mm -hmm. and the participants get to choose a book that they're going to keep and uh, our dogs uh, potograph them so um and and uh, there's a little Little signature party. It's it's a lot of fun. The kids oh, really look I forward bet, to it. I bet. Do you have pictures post? Do you have a Facebook page where you show some of these great activities? Um, yes, actually we do. Um, Pam Becker has a Facebook page as well as uh, the Animal Health Foundation has one. Oh, that's very so. cool. So you could probably just do a quick little search and, and find out where all those fun yeah. photos We've are. We've been in, in five different school districts in Southern California over oh, the years. nice. How many volunteers do you have? Uh, we have over 100, and oh, wow. uh, all of our volunteers have to be recertified every uh, two years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, the Pet Partner Program is the only international registry that I'm aware of that requires um, recertification every two years. And uh, that's that's very important because... Uh, we change, and, and so do our animals, and sometimes, um, you know, we want to know that they're still comfortable visiting okay. and uh, that they still remember 
all of their visiting skills. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's like CPR recertification. Sure. Okay. And who funds your organization? Uh, this is has funded um, years ago by a couple of private parties that uh, actually gave us uh, uh, bequests uh, when they uh, passed away. And uh, we're also uh, get public funding through, uh, well, we're having a walk in, in March. Oh, you have a date to, picked for that? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the, I believe it's the 30th okay. of March. And that's going to be at Irvine Regional Park. And um, it's um, walk a hound, lose a pound. <laughs> <laughs> so we all need to do that. Definitely. And so we're looking for uh, people uh, with friendly dogs, and uh, we have a couple of different routes, and it'll be a lot of fun. We we have some agility demonstrations that are going to be there, as well as fly ball, oh, and um, possibly some uh, frisbee dogs. So, oh, excellent! Do the participants? Is it just their entry fee that is the fundraiser, or do they need to get sponsors? No, it's just their entry fee. Okay. This is the first year that we, we've been doing this. Uh, there is going to be a silent auction and uh, a raffle. With uh, we've, we've got some, some pretty nice prizes that have started to come in. And so, you have information about this at animalhealthfoundation.net. Yes, under the events. Excellent. Jan, I just love hearing about organizations like yours. You and the rest of the volunteers with the Animal Health Foundation contribute so much to so many. So thank you for all that you do and for stopping by the Pet Place this morning. Thank you for having me. We need to take a very quick break now, but when we return, Chris Hanna from Camp Bow Wow has some fun news from her very special and high-tech doggy daycare. So stay right where you are, and we'll be back in a matter of seconds here on K-Mozart. Back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and here now for a return visit to the Pet Place is Chris Hanna from Camp Bow Wow. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Fine. How are you? Well, it's been a while since we've chatted, and I was wondering if you could remind everyone out in our listener world what Camp Bow Wow is. Well, Camp Bow Wow is a doggy daycare and overnight boarding facility. It's a place where the doggies get to play indoor, outdoor, all day long. And we have uh, webcams, so you can see them at home, at work, on vacation. Uh, we even have a, a mobile app, um, which is fun to use. Wow. And uh, we also <laughs> offer um, grooming. We do baths and nail trims. Not grooming, we do baths and nail trims. Oh, well, that's and, nice. That's yeah. Nice. And do you have any unusual or special animals that you care for, or is it just dogs? It's just dogs. Okay. And are there any special requirements? I know that the dogs get to all play together. They have to be vaccinated, I'm assuming. Do they have to go through any kind of socialization training to be sure everybody's safe? They don't have to go through training, but they do have to go through an interview, and it's a, it's a free interview day. Uh, that way they can the, the parents can check us out. We can check the dog out, make sure he's going to play okay with other doggies. Um, we have had occasion where we've had to... Um, have the doggy come back the next day 
um, to see um, if they are maybe two to two or three days later, just to make sure that they are comfortable. Um, some dogs that are a little anxious, um, they'll they'll come in and uh, maybe the parents anxious too, and uh, they they're just kind of feeding off of each other. And then mm-hmm. uh, we go and do the interview, even though the parents not in the interview room when we do the interview. Sometimes the doggy still might have a little bit of anxiety. So um, we invite them to come back. A couple, if, if they pa- fail the interview, um, we'll have them um, come back maybe a couple days later. And nine times out of ten, those dogs pass, wow. which is great. Okay. Yeah, so it, it just shows you that, you know, the doggies need to come. They need to kind of be comfortable with the place before they can do okay, you know. So um, we just kind of facilitate that and make sure that they can come back. And, and they usually do, do fine after that. So it's great. So you would recommend not waiting until the last minute to figure out what you're going to do about an extended stay somewhere. Definitely. Now, we we do have uh, people that come, you know, since we're a tourist destination being in Anaheim, um, people do come from all over the country and, um, you know, to stay stay, um, in Anaheim. And um, we do do sometimes do what's called an interview to board. Um, that means they kind of they they don't get the free day daycare day in in um, that that case, but um, we'll make sure we'll really vet them on the phone a lot more. Um, we'll make sure that they've been to a dog park, they've been in a social situation, um, and maybe they've been to a doggy daycare in their own hometown. And then um, we do the interview process also. But um, you know, and it's always worked out for some reason. I don't think we've ever had to turn anybody away, uh, but it works out that they can go ahead and board that night. Um, but again, they have to. We all the doggies have to play at camp. Uh, we don't have any dogs that um, can just stay in a. We're not set up to just have a dog stay in a in a cabin okay. all day, you uh-huh. know, and all night. Uh-huh. Um, they they really have to um, play, be able oh. to play. Well, that's a good thing, and it, it it makes it a lot more fun for the dogs. They're not bored sitting in a kennel. Definitely. I mean, it's good exercise. They're tight. They're exhausted uh, when they do go into the cabins at night um, for bedtime. That you can hear a pin drop. We um, we give them a a um, it's a Kong filled with a little a little bit of kibble and a peanut butter um, kind of coating on the top on the where the hole the opening of the hole mm-hmm. and then we freeze those and we um, tuck them in with those and you can hear a pin drop. They're just licking their little peanut butter Kong and they're exhausted. Um, we play classical music too, so it's very calm wow. and um, and they they really are exhausted. So that's good. That sounds very cool. Chris, we've talked about this before, but can you remind our listeners how you got involved in the whole doggy daycare world? Sure. Um, we, um, My husband and I were teachers, and uh, me for 15 years, Tim for 17 years, and we were just looking for, to do something else. And we one day we came upon, uh, well, actually, I, it was an AOL um, article uh, that I clicked on. It had do- dogs in, in the picture, and so, of course, I clicked on it and said, uh, you can own your own business. Um, it's a doggy daycare franchise. It's out of Colorado. Uh, Heidi Flamang um, is the one that uh, created it. And we instantly called and tried to get get to Colorado, which is where the closest camp was, uh, to see a camp. And they showed us several camps and, you know, gave us the whole spiel. And we we said, we signed up right away. We're like, we love it. It's fantastic. You know, it's, it's a great place for dogs. Um, and we, we had had problems boarding our dogs before. Our dogs were just totally bored. It was kind of like a, a an off a vet's office that had just, um, you know, brick walls around, you know, like a brick cell kind mm-hmm. of um, situation, and, and our dogs were miserable. I was told by um, 
by the a vet tech. You know, she she com- confided to me. And she's like, "Don't tell anybody I said this, but they're miserable here. You know, you got to find another place for them." And um, there, at the time, there wasn't really anything. Now nowadays, there's more. Of course, mm-hmm. it's free. Um, and but at the time, there wasn't very much uh, to choose from. And so we had felt we needed to open our own, and we did. <laughs> wow, and it's so fun. Can the general public just look at some of the uh, video that you have posted, the live streaming video, or do you have to be an actual customer to, to peek in and see what's going on? A- anybody can go. Um, my mom, you know, she doesn't have any dogs, but my mom always looks in on my dogs when they're at camp, and um, she doesn't, you know, so you don't have to have a dog to go that, that is at camp to uh, log on, and so you just go com slash Anaheim, and then click on the camper cam, and uh, anybody can see any any yard. We have uh, indoor yards and outdoor yards. We have one camera in each yard, and then we have a lobby cam, and then uh, we have a peewee camp cam, but it's really not that great. The dogs don't like that peewee camp, so <laughs> we we never have them in there. It's just we built it, and it's just not a good space. So we're gonna we're trying to think of something else to do there. Um, and um, we haven't come up with it yet, but hopefully we'll do something different there. Okay. And I understand that you have a, an, a, well some activity called Behavior Buddies and their classes. Can you tell me about that? Yes, we're so excited about it. Um, we've always had a relationship with, or a partnership, I guess you would call it, with uh, Cindy Scott um, of Dog, Dogs, Etc. And uh, she, still, she still does dog training on her own and with Dogs, Etc., but now we're partnering up with her. Um, uh, corporate loved her. We sent a video of her doing all all that she does, and she does positive um, based uh, dog training. Oh, and they just loved her. They're like, "Oh my God, she can sign up right now. She's fantastic!" And so then we um, signed her up to do all her classes. So she's going to be starting really at the beginning of September. Um, our first class, I believe, it's September eighth, um, and we're having um, a basic manners an agility, and an advanced class. Oh, and, wonderful. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. And, and uh, do you all- have to be one of the doggy daycare boarders to go into these classes, or can the general public come? The general public can come, um, so that's wonderful. Um, we just have to have the vaccinations. We, we require rabies, distemper, and bordetella, mm-hmm. uh, six-month bordetella. Okay. And, uh, but, but doggy, and we do um, require the dogs to are spayed and neutered by six months. Um, but in this case, they, they can come to camp uh, for the training if they are not spayed and neutered. Um, but if they ever want to come to play, they, of course, they have to be spayed and neutered by six months. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it is going to open up a lot of, uh, a lot more, open up to a lot more doggies in the, in the area, which is fantastic. And another cool thing that you guys offer is pet first aid and CPR classes. Do you have another one of those coming up? Yes, it's coming up in September, at the end of September. Um, Denise Fleck uh, from Sunny Dog, Inc., she's amazing. Um, she um, is very talented. She's really a great, it's a great class to take, very entertaining. I mean, you know, most people would probably think, oh, it sounds kind of boring or whatever. It's not boring with her. She's fantastic. Um, she she teaches all, all sorts. She teaches uh, CPR, first aid, um, and uh she talks about all sorts of different myths that are out there about even about food or about different you know what what's not safe for dogs to eat like grapes you know for instance mm-hmm. chocolate you know uh, she tells us all of that kind of thing too and and you can ask but it's very interactive she you can ask questions of her and she just explains things so well 
Um, she's just an excellent teacher. And so, yeah, we're going to be having that at the end of September. Excellent. And one more real quick thing that I want to bring up is you're having movie night under the stars. So in a few seconds, just sum that up for us. Okay, we're going to show Homeward Bound. Uh, it's a, I believe it's a PG rating, uh, and it's going to be at our inner parking lot at camp. Um, we're, we're having it projected onto, the, onto a screen um, so everybody can bring their lawn chairs, blankets. Um, they can bring food if they want, their own food. But we're also going to serve, serve uh, free popcorn and drinks. And we're, uh, it's a suggestion. Just a donation of $5 for the Alzheimer's Association because we're doing their walk in um, November. Um, so um, the walk to fight Alzheimer's in November Excellent. at okay. Angel Stadium. So um, we're, we're kind of raising money for that, too, and just having a fun night watching Excellent. the movie. You can bring your dog on a leash. Excellent. Chris, well, it's yeah. always great to talk with you and find out the latest news from Camp Bow Wow. So thanks for making a return trip to the pet place. Thanks for having me. We need to take one last break now, but don't go away because we'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. I want to give everyone plenty of advance notice about the third annual Surf City Surf Dog Weekend coming up September 23rd to 25th. Pooches will be able to hang 20 in surfing competitions and strut their stuff in a variety of doggone fun activities and contests throughout the three-day weekend, all while raising funds for animal welfare organizations. Huntington Beach is the perfect venue for the growing sport of dog surfing. Surf City Surf Dog Entrants will compete in four weight class divisions and will be judged on a variety of skills including the duration of their ride and their confidence on the board. Marine conditions such as the size of the wave will also be taken into consideration. Prizes will be awarded to the top dogs but of course all pooches will be winners and will receive a participation award. Dogs that prefer to keep all four paws on dry land still can strut their stuff by entering the Paabunga Canine Costume Contest or participating in the Barking Buddha Doga. The public and their pets are also welcome at the two-day Hot Diggity Dog Expo that will feature more than 40 pet-related vendors and organizations. A portion of the event entry fees will benefit the following official charity partners – Southern California Bulldog Rescue, Huntington Dog Beach, Orange County Humane Society, Westie Rescue of Orange County and beyond, and Surf Dog Ricochet. Registration fees vary for the competition and activities. For more information, event schedule, or to register, please visit www.surfcitysurfdog.com. And if you missed any of this, it's also on our calendar at www.petplace.org. Well, that's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend with more of the Pet Place here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spare new to your pets and have a wonderful day.